Welcome to the Vedanta Ancient Wisdom for Life podcast by Swami Parthasarthi where you have an opportunity to learn how the ancient philosophy of Vedanta can help you gain freedom from stress success at work and relationships and above all true purpose and fulfillment in life Today's episode teaches us how to find happiness and enjoyment in work not in weekends and vacations intense work is rest in 1902 there was a great sage from this country and his name was swami rama tirtha among the galaxy of sages and saints in this country if there is one it is swami rama tirtha he died in 1906 he died at the age of 32 while he was swimming the ganges now friends why i'm mentioning that is when he visited united states of america in 1902 an american asked him Swami I am very disturbed I am all the time disturbed mentally what is rest how do we find rest and he is famous for his instant replies so how do we find rest he said intense work is rest intense work is rest if you do not find rest in action you will never find it and everybody is trying to find rest by getting away from action what is your concept of rest recreation weekends and vacation you want to get away from work the whole america they have what is known as thank god it's friday what do you mean thank god it's friday i am teaching in a university a college here for students thank god it's monday why are you wanting friday even the chairman presidents of companies are looking for weekends and vacation therefore the whole lot are only waiting for vacations nobody wants to act as i said if you don't find peace in action you'll never find it that's the concept people want to retire you have no idea almost all the top sportsmen in this country have met me and the prime of success they wanted to they had a bad patch they want to retire i want to retire i said listen if you want to retire i am not retiring swami ji i am very active swami ji go to some other swami i said plenty of swami ji have retired so this is the concept of action you got to be dynamic why do you want to retire because you are restless you want to get away from action if you don't find peace in action you'll never find it 
Action is the insignia of life. As long as you're living, you must act. While the body is busy acting, the mind must be at rest. That is the formula. That's the formula that Ramatita preached. So, first of all, you must understand that action is by the body, but the body by itself cannot act. When I'm sitting here and talking to you, my body cannot act. Come here and sit down and talk. Neither can your bodies come here and sit down and listen. There is something other than the body which propels it, impels it, compels it to act. What is it? It is either the mind or the intellect. If you have learned these two words, you've done something today. Just learn these two words. There is manas and buddhi. Manas means mind, buddhi means intellect. The whole world is, I'm not a pessimist, it's collapsing. There is Vandalism, militancy, terrorism everywhere. There is distress, depression and divorces everywhere. This is the order of the day. All because we have not developed what is known as an intellect. Intellect is not developed to a point of fault. So therefore, friends, You've got to watch out the vagaries of the mind. And that's what causes you at this restless nature. Not action. Action cannot disturb you till 84. I don't know what happens after that. I can guarantee you up to 84. So therefore, the types of mind are, they're called sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic. These three words you must learn because you are made up of these three types of thought patterns, the mind. Tamasic is lethargy, a mind which is in inertia, a reckless, heedless mind. That is tamas. Rajas is a mind which is full of Actions, no doubt, but rushing, hurrying, worrying all the time. Yeah, there's no time. No time. What, do you, what, do you, what do you want? What do you want? The fellow like a chicken without a head. They're running all the time. Hmm? I've seen the busiest fellows have all the time. So uh, Rajas is a state of the mind which is worried anxious, rushing, hurrying. Sattva is the highest quality where sattvic mind is serene, composed, objective, mature, contemplative. You need a mind like that to run your profession or your business, or for that matter, anywhere, anything you do, you need, an, you need objectivity, a serene and composed mind. So, 
all three qualities, sattva, rajas, tamas, which is not in any other literature in the world. That's why I'm mentioning it for what it's worth. A rajasic mind is active, no doubt, is full of action, but agitation all the time. Action with agitation. Tamas, no action. There's no action. Unless provoked, unless prompted by some means, there nobody acts. And action is the insignia of life. And if at all people start acting, lot of agitations, restless mind, rushing, hurry. Then by the time you're 40, the blood pressure, blood sugar, everything is bloody about you. And then bypass. No, even when you get bypass, it becomes uh, fashion. Today, bypass is a, a status symbol. Some 20 years back, you know what, this fellow's got a Mercedes Benz. Mercedes Benz, your clerk has now. What is the status symbol? He has had a bypass. <laughs> and if you're really big, double bypass. <laughs> Otherwise, you're an ordinary guy. If you're not at a bypass, he's an ordinary fellow. Blood pressure, blood sugar. You get acclimatized to that. That is the tragedy. So therefore, friends, there is the sattvic nature. Tamasic, first of all, is lethargy. Otherwise, you get into action with a lot of agitation. Then you have a serenity about it, objectivity. They are the people who drive actions. They are very, very active, but perfectly peaceful, perfectly satisfied and content. So, when you hit the pillow, you must fall off to sleep in 20 seconds. That's what I meant by peace. So therefore, depending upon these, incidentally, one other thing is, these qualities that you have, every human being has got all three qualities. Sattva, Rajas, Tamas. The Sattva, whatever you have, you could have 10%, 20%, 60%. Sattva, whatever is there, it surfaces between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. And don't ask anybody, nobody knows. It surfaces first thing in the morning. And 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Rajas functions. Everybody is bristling with activity. And after 6 Tamas starts. Wine, woman, gambling, you see. Las Vegas is dead in the morning. It starts after dinner, nine, ten o'clock. Active in the night. So, you have no chance to develop your sattva, and that's what the country, world is. Nobody develops the sattva. You promote the tamas. So, depending upon these three, they're called gunas. Gunas means qualities that you have. You have three types of actions. Selfish, unselfish, selfless. Selfish, unselfish, and selfless actions. Selfish actions 
his actions were only to promote your own welfare. So what am I getting? So it is not what you do in life that matters, but how you do it. See, I'm in this, I come from a business family, this happened 65 years back. I've left the business, left my home, and I'm, I'm doing only this for the last 60 years. I've been talking on the Gita, the Upanishads, or on these subjects. I've been doing only this. Any one of you would say, what a great soul, he's doing only Bhagavad Gita, Upanishads. No, it's not what a person does that makes it noble, but how he does it. It's not what you do that matters, but how do you do it? Say, a doctor gets a medical degree. He could think in terms of helping people who are suffering or earning more and more. Just earning. Thought is only earning. I'm not against earning. But what is your intention? Here as a Swami, there could be the most selfish activity. What can I get out of you? I could get a better mileage, name, fame, money, whatever it is. This could be the intention throughout the world. I may be traveling for that. Or genuinely wanting to serve the people. So it matters in life. What I'm saying is, you are all are acting. And disturbed. It's a question of less or more. As long as you're selfish, you will be disturbed. Mind will be disturbed. You cannot remove disturbance, whatever you do. No selfish person is peaceful and happy. Impossible. No unselfish people, person is unhappy. You find me one person. Find yourself. I don't I need examples from you. You find yourself. One. So therefore, if you are disturbed, it's because of selfishness. So what is this? A spirit of service and sacrifice. Sir, no animal can do it. If you have two dogs in the house and they are playing, they are frisky, they are jumping over each other, they are so friendly. But when you bring food in one plate and let loose the two dogs, the bigger one says, yeah. <clears throat> no dog in the world, even in the Himalayas, will say, after you. It's not done. Only a human being has the capacity to open the door and say, after you. This you must practice in life. Not just a curtsy. Say, some very rarely I drive in, I drive between Bombay and my ashram in Lonavla. I drive up and down. But in the city, I very rarely drive. But few occasions when I've driven from Malabar Hill down, there's a office time, there's bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. Huh? You've all seen that. Bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, and a fellow, uh, so a fellow is trying to get out of his bungalow, from his uh, building. 
trying to get out. You can see from the top, the fellow is trying to get out. Nobody will allow him. So he, inch by inch by inch he comes till he hits. You understand? So when I saw this pathetic scene, I came near and stopped and said, please. That fellow didn't even acknowledge it. Never mind, he went. In a minute, two fellows came from behind us because I stopped. Now, I can't argue with me. I pulled the glass up and said my prayers. You know, the fellow was about to hit me because I allowed a fellow to come out of the building. That fellow has to have blood pressure and blood sugar. Let the fellow go. Nothing is lost. Not even a few seconds you gain. But he won't allow. Hmm? So, that attitude in life after you. So selfish is what can I get out of the world? A meets B thinks what can I get out of B? The other thing is can I be of some service to B? You don't need to do service. You don't need to give anything. But that attitude of giving, attitude of serving makes you a different person altogether. You understand? So you bargain with people on the roadside. You know, sometimes I go, uh, when I go to Pune, there's a road, they sell perus, perus? Huh? You say perus, no? It's fruits. Old lady, whole, more, in the sun, whole day, she's sitting and selling perus. Fellow pulls up, pulls up in a Mercedes Benz and start bargaining with her. Huh? Our policy, I've told the students, Never bargain. Never bargain. Always give more. So when we stop, we ask them, how much is this? 22 rupees. We give 30 rupees and walk out. And all the students have also been trained. All that you spend extra is nothing at the end of the day. But what you save out of all this, you bargain, bargain and save. Nowhere can you match your bypass bill. You understand? You get a bypass bill, which is uh, thousands of times more. So therefore, friends, learn to give. Never ask for bargains for heaven's sake. Practice that from today. Uh, give a little more. Buy two, one free. What is one free? Never take anything free. He who eats without producing is stenayavasaha, the Bhagavad Gita. He's a stena means he's a thief, a person who eats without producing. If you take anything without paying for it in some way, you are a thief, he says. So therefore, that you understand selfish, you understand unselfish. But selfless is a thing which I can't explain. You've got to live that. A selfless is a state that you see the whole nature functioning in a selfless way. It is neither selfish nor unselfish. What is selfless? The sun gives vitality. Every day it meticulously comes, meticulously goes. It has no motives. The clouds give rain. It has no motives. The earth gives vegetation. It has no motives. The rose gives fragrance. 
it has no motives. The nightingale sings, it has no motives. Only human being has motives and only human being suffers. So we must work in a spirit of service and sacrifice. Like follow the plan of nature. So anybody who does that was able to give in that spirit. He is a person who lives a selfless life. So unless you escalate, graduate from selfish to selfish, any action will produce agitation. So you'll have to go to selfless state, slowly, unselfish, selfless, to find peace in action. As I said, what tires you is not work. Everybody believes that work tires you. Work can never tire you. What tires you is the worries of the past, anxiety for the future. Remember this. All the time you're worried about what happened in the past, anxious of what's going to happen in the future. That saps your energy. That tires you. A simple example of that would be, watch a child, a small child. Child is never tired. It is the adult that is tired. It's full of energy. It's bristling with activity, effervescing with joy and cheer. And you get fed up. You know, say, can't you sit quiet for a moment? Child can't sit. Child has no worry and no anxiety. Therefore, it's full of energy, full of action. You have all the worry and all the anxiety, therefore it tires you. You get fatigued. End of the day, you want scotch. I don't blame you. End of the week, you want a weekend break. End of the year, you want a vacation. Why do you need? We are running an academy. There's no weekend break. There's no vacation. 365 days we work. We're not a model, but I'm only saying it's possible. So what tires you is anxiety for the future, worries of the past. So when you do that, you're disturbed. So you believe that work disturbs you. Work cannot disturb you. So you make a hell out of heaven and heaven out of hell. Hell and heaven are not geographical places. There's a state of mind. So in the uh, John Milton, the very great English poet, he says that you, it's all in your mind. You make a heaven or a hell, or a heaven, he, hell or a heaven. So you have the best circumstances, best facilities, you'll be a disturbed person. You have nothing at all. Like Sudama, who had nothing. He was a peaceful man. So you are the architect of your fortune. You are the architect of your misfortune. You make yourself, you mark yourself. You must understand that. And the simple formula for that is a perfect control over the activities of the mind. It is a mind that disturbs you. Not work. 
And when you have a control of the mind, you remain perfectly peaceful while you work dynamically. And that can be achieved only by development of the intellect. All along, you've been emphasizing only on information, knowledge, intelligence. You need intelligence, but you want to find peace in action, you'll have to have a powerful intellect to handle it. Thank you, Swamiji, for your profound insights into finding peace and happiness in work. You are all invited to tune in to our next podcast in which Swamiji will specifically talk about how you lose productivity and potency in action. For more information on Swamiji and Vedanta, remember to visit our website vedantaworld.org. Again, vedantaworld.org.